Hello and welcome to Core Sampler, the podcast where we drill into the Sitecore community to bring you insights into the work talented people are doing every day on the Sitecore Experience platform. Whether you're a developer, a marketer, or both, we're glad you're here. And now your host, Derek Dysart. Welcome to Core Sampler. My name is Derek Dysart, and in this episode, we continue our series of interviews that were recorded at the Sitecore Users Group Conference in Berlin. In this episode, we chat with Mike Reynolds and Camrose Jammin, talk a little bit about the new forms that are available in Sitecore 9, kind of how they compare and contrast to traditional web forms for marketers. Uh, I hope you are enjoying the uh, the interviews coming from uh, coming from Sudcon. And without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with Mike Reynolds and Cameron's Jammin. Mike Reynolds and uh, Cameron's Jammin, welcome, gentlemen. Welcome back. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, man. So you guys, uh, actually, by the time this uh, this goes live, uh, you'll have presented on uh, the new Sitecore forms, and you guys will be showered with all kinds of attention. And so that's why I wanted to get get a hold of you guys before uh before you go on the star tour of uh after after closing out subcon uh with, with forms but i just wanted to sit down and chat with you guys in terms of uh you both have kind of dug into the new forms module um how much uh how much you know is there and what what you can do with it today and kind of what what's uh what's uh what's coming in the future so i don't know if you could chat a little bit about your experience of digging into uh, experience forms and compare and contrast it to you know everybody's everybody's good favorite. It's it's hard to let go of web forms for marketers, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. It feels like uh, we've been growing up with web forms for marketers for a while now. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't feel like it was released that long ago, but it's been out since two thousand and nine. Web forms for marketers. Yeah, I was going to say I was like I was talking with someone else earlier today. Cycle. Yeah, I yeah. think I had a web forms for marketers project. On I think it was on six four yeah so and it was it was just like I remember at the time it it just felt like it's barely you know barely a, a thin veneer over kind of the underlying ASP.NET web forms and then it, it kind of grew from there yeah I think the the nice thing about it was the fact that non tech users could go in and create a bunch of forms and have it appear and they were able to collect data and you know do stuff with it right fairly fairly. Mm-hmm. Fairly easily, it wasn't, right. it wasn't. It wasn't always the uh, best UI, but it was better than having a developer do it, right? So, this uh, the new forms module in that respect is a lot nicer. It, you know, there's a new modern interface. It's yep. drag and drop. It's speak based, so it, it's just a lot smoother uh, and, and a lot, ple- lot more pleasing to the eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, I mean, talk a little bit about kind of. Uh, where it's at, I know it's it's still kind of it's still kind of new, and I think Sitecore admittedly will be like it's it's not it's not feature parity with with web forms for marketers now. That's why they're they're I mean they're they're currently still supporting both, right? Yeah. So in, in version uh, nine of Sitecore, uh, the, the web forms for marketers module has been updated to work with version nine of Sitecore. Um, the forms it's not a module as such anymore because it comes. Out of the box. So as soon as you've installed Cycle 9, Forms is there. Yeah, so it's not a module installed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's now part of the core platform. Um, that has advantages. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure from the Web Forms for Marketers Day, you, you, you remember you'd get a, a release of the core platform and it'll be several weeks before modules are updated. Right. So 
and at the the core platform might have a number of critical bugs that you want to that, that that it fixes us so you'd want to deploy that but you're held back by web forms and boxes or ecm as it was back then or yeah. one of those other modules right so p- pulling these back into the core product means that it's released all together yeah uh, and they've been better with that with web forms and marketers over the past few releases or so uh, yeah yeah i mean there's i mean you and i have kind of chatted on on, on projects we've collaborated on and it's you know the, the web forms for marketer is usually kind of the the, the wrench that you know gets thrown into the works during an upgrade process, and it just you know, the, the upgrade process for Sitecore, especially on older versions, was already complicated enough. And mm. web forms for marketers usually usually complicated that even yeah. more. Yeah, and that was a separate upgrade step, and right. that's no longer a separate upgrade step. Right? Yeah, so it's just all part. Well, of it's definitely welcome. Yeah. yeah, so I, I mean, I'm, I guess I, I, it goes without saying, I'm not going to miss yeah. web forms for marketers <laughs> once it's done. So, so Mike, I know for the for the 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 demo you did you did quite a bit of custom kind of customization of of experience forms i guess compare and contrast that to what it's like to do um, you know the custom submit actions and, and and kind of where the ex, you know the extension points are for the new forms module um i would say uh, right off the bat there are way a lots more pipelines you can tap into it seems like there's a pipeline for everything now which is which is really good you right, know, right. very powerful you can tap into anything, you know, whether, you know, uh, taking a step back, this everything here is built for MVC. So there are, you know, CSS, HTML files you can actually customize and change if you wanted to. Um, you can uh, add your own things. Um, but then if you don't want to just customize those, you can tap into, oh, um, I don't like the particular model. I want to, like, kind of change the model that's going to be passed to that review. Yeah. So you can actually tap into a pipeline for that. Yep. Um, there's a pipeline for rendering fields. Um, rendering the form itself, and these pipelines make all of the pipelines to get things for it. Yep. Um, one thing I like is that everything is, uh, you, it's building custom fields pretty easy. It's straightforward. Um, there's actually documentation on all this stuff. Nice. You can go yeah. to the doc site and see this stuff, see an example. They're actually, they're, one of them has like two examples, maybe three. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that just off the gates at the very beginning, they've really kind of went off on the right path on this one. Yeah. yeah. And I'm happy. Now, you know, sure, it's not at feature parity of WebForms Marketers at the moment, but I'm sure... Um, it's going to get there eventually, and it seems like since it's so easy to build things for this, they're not. It's not going to take them that long to get there. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and so I mean, thinking if, if you're evaluating whether or not to use, you know, stick with web forms for marketers or, or, or the new experience forms, I guess where, where are some places that it's maybe not a feature parity yet? If you're, you know, if you've got a project underway, like. So what? I think I think it's going to depend on depend on what you're doing, as always, right, with <coughs> with these forms. But as some of the um, so there's there's a few fields missing, for example, like a file upload field. Okay. Right. If, you, if you're using that, then you're going to have to build that yourself. But as Mike says, it should be fairly straightforward. There's a few other ones, I think, like credit card number uh, yeah, is missing, yeah. but hey, that's probably not a bad thing, right? Right, right. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are, you know, I mean, things I've, I'm sure there are implementations out there that use that. Yeah. But if you had to add that, it wouldn't take you that long. Uh, yeah. 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 But yeah. it's probably uh, probably one of those where like, Ooh, should I really be having that with a web form? Yeah. I mean, yeah, do you, you know, are you gonna? Yeah. <laughs> would you want to take credit cards via a web form yeah. or, or something <laughs> exactly. a little bit more robust? Yeah. 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 Um, 
there, there's no rules in engine integration at the moment. Okay. So that was uh, that, that's one that we've used fairly extensively, particularly on my current project. Um, so you can do some uh, it's rules engine. You know, you can do a lot of cool stuff. Like, yep. hey, if uh, uh, you can use it to pre pre-populate fields, for example. Okay. Uh, from the user profile or some other external service or whatever or hide and show fields based on some previous interaction on the site so that you can't do at the moment uh, there's I'd like to say there's some submit actions missing but it's just a it's missing compared to web forms or marketers. I, I, again, this depends on whether you're using them. Yeah, right. Or. If you actually need <laughs> yeah. those, yeah. I mean, I mean, most of the time, especially, you, you, I had a customer that had you know probably several hundred forms they were using for. It was on an intranet site, and all they're really doing was saving it to database. Yeah, and, right. Know, that, yeah, that's, or that's sending the, an email, right? right. So send email is one that is not available. Okay. Right, at the moment, um, uh, things like create item, for example, is not is not available. So. Yeah, it depends whether you're using them or not. Yeah, yeah, and I guess you got to wait. And, and like you said, it's it's yeah. it's still the, the the pipelines are there for you yeah. to override. That right. you know, if you need it short term until the platform. Yeah. So the couple of the big ones that for me I was surprised was missing is experience editor support. Okay. Yeah. So the there is the forms editor. It's a separate app that's you you, you can get to via the launchpad, but the old Web forms and marketers, there was that custom editor, right? um, web editor that you, you know you click on the ribbon and it'll pop up the editor, and you from the experience editor you can uh, you can edit fields and you know do whatever you need to. There is none available for uh, for this forms module. It's but it is. But the, you know, if you think about it, though, that's not that's not anything too new. I mean, it's not like you could you you could edit web forms for marketers forms in the experience not editor. Directly before. in the experience editor, but at least you had the dialogue, yeah. which would pop up, yeah. and you could edit it in there. We don't have the equivalent of that one at least at the moment. Sure. So you you know you have to go back via the launchpad or the uh, to the, to the forms editor. So. It's not even in place, you know. You're, you're having to leave the experience editor okay. into another app and then come back. So that's, yeah. I, I expect that they'll, they'll they'll do something with this in a later release, but that's something that's missing. Yeah. Uh, the other one is multi-site support. Okay. Uh, so on the old web forms and marketers, you could set a forms root ID on oh, the, in the right. web config, right? Yep. Yep. And then each site could point to a folder where you'd have a collection of forms. You can't do the same in. In, 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 in the forms module. So you kind of have what just one global repository of yeah, forms. Yeah, one bucket of, of, of forms. Um, you can kind of hack around it a little bit uh, by having folders within the forms bucket. Right. And then for each site, you could just restrict the um, the folder path. Yeah, you do yeah, permissions yeah. and stuff. Um, and so it's kind of no different than what you might do to kind of segregate out the media library for different for yeah, different sites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so in that respect, the the uh, the controls that you add when you add a form control is just a standard cycle rendering, uh-huh. right? Controller rendering. So you can put a data source restriction on that, right? Or you know, using um, you can do it Helix style, right? And tap into the uh, pipelines to set the data source location and right. use tokens and all the rest of that. So in that respect, yeah, you can work around it, but. That only works on the when you're inserting the form. It won't work in the forms editor because you're still editing 
a bucket of forms. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. And what about what about data storage? So, I, I, I guess there was. I, mean, I can't remember what what version for for web forms for marketers it came that it was you know save to database was a save it was a submit action and then that just became it was built into the forms that it, you know you had yeah. to kind of opt out of that. What how how is the form data stored now? Is it still kind of it's in XDB? It's or it's in SQL or it's it's in SQL Server. Uh-huh. But um, you can change that if you want to. You can have it go wherever you want. That's also a you know I want to call it a, it's kind of like a service. It's a data provider. Okay. That's actually defining config. It actually is a service. Actually, I'm looking at it right now. So yeah, there's actually a service in the container that you can just change, and boom, you can have it go off to let's say MongoDB or I don't know. If you want to be weird? You can put it in Excel. I mean, right. it can just go anywhere. Yeah. So look at that, and um, yeah, I'm just looking at code right now. SQL Server by default, and yeah, the the uh, the, the, the save action is back. So yeah. the save to database action is back. So yeah. it got removed. <laughs> it's now no, is, back. Is, is there built in? Um, you know, because this was another one too. It was it, when it moved to where the forms moved to XDB. It's you know there was no really good interface to browse that data. You could you always had kind of a, the form reports, and yeah. then those kind of right. went away. And then now you had to you had to export it to either XML or, or Excel. I guess is there do, do they have do they have kind of form reporting stuff built so you, out yet? There's a export to CSV. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So much. you can still get your data yeah, out. Yeah, you can and, get your data yeah. out, and the database itself is very very clean. It's the database is installed as part of your. Normal cycle installation. Yeah, so it's not it's yeah. not another SQL that you need database install. that you install. Uh, yeah, one database with two tables in there. Yeah. Very, very very straightforward, in, in in terms of the actual data storage in the underlying uh, database and stuff. But, yeah, um, yeah. It, um, but it is so the save to database action is back, and that kind of didn't make sense. But we there's also multi page multi-page form support. Okay. Yeah, you were, you were kind of showing that to me earlier, and yeah. I think that's, that was uh, an often requested. Yeah, you know, right. uh, yeah. And it's quite nicely done, actually. It's, uh, I was expecting it to be uh, just just a hack and, you know, like show and hide parts of a form. Right, But right. it's actually not. It's actually loading parts of the form via Ajax as, uh-huh. as, as, as you're going through the steps. And you can go, you know, you can go forward, you can go backwards, you can do a submit and... Um, so, so that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah, and there was some. I mean, you were you were kind of showing me some interesting scenarios with that. That if you have a multi-page form, that like maybe maybe there's just data that you want to collect, and then you know if there's additional data that the user doesn't have to doesn't have to submit, or you know, or optional extra data that you want to collect from the user. I was, it, it, as they were going through that form, that data is being saved. Uh, yeah, exactly. So since you've now got a save to database action at each step of the form as you're going next you can have it save on each next <laughs> click so you could for example collect some basic user info you know your name and email and then on the next step you could save that and then on the next one you could say hey how about uh, a bit more information you know what's your you know what's your date of birth what's your twitter handle what's you know whatever you want to collect so um, Big details. Yeah, well, <laughs> that always be nice, right? Just ease them into it, you know. Yeah. yeah, lull them into a false sense of security, and boom. Right, right. Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for sitting down to just chat about forms. I think I, I, a lot of people are excited to see web forms for marketers kind of ride off into the sunset and have something a little bit more robust. So the. Uh, 
And if folks don't know where to find you guys online, I think it's, you're not looking or your, your eyes aren't open. <laughs> but why don't, you, why don't you share a little bit about, like, if people want to, you know, contact you guys online, where, where can they find you? Yeah, the best place is always just going to Slack, right? If you've got questions on web forms or the new forms module, just go to Slack and find the WFFM forms channel. Right? No. And yeah, and that's that's probably worth stating is that if, if you are if you are participating in the Psychor community Slack, uh, it's kind of one one channel for for both forms and yeah, WFFM. Right. So yeah. it's uh, you know definitely you know you can still ask your web forms for marketers questions there, but if you're interested in experience forms, it's. Uh, People are place. people are kind of Be chatting sure. in the same spot. So oh, yeah, otherwise we're on Slack, Twitter, oh. yeah, yeah. Twitter, um, Google Plus. I hate to admit that. <laughs> um, I mean, you can find me everywhere. Nice. But, um, one thing I was going to say is, if you're not on the Cyclery chat, you really should be, because there are over three thousand members on there that can help you with any of your Cyclery needs. Yeah. I think the URL is Bitly slash Cyclery chat sign up or something. Like yeah, that. we'll get we'll we'll yeah, have a link Google to it in the. Yeah. yeah I, I think. Definitely, if you're if you're you know in the car, don't don't sign up now. Yeah. But yeah, we, yeah, we, we pull over. Yeah, pull over. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, it is a great. Uh, you know, I, I talk about it all the time, but it's a great resource for the community, and yeah. it it brings you know it brings the whole community together. I mean, here we are sitting in Berlin right. at, at Subcon recording this, and you know the three of us are all from North America now, and uh, and it's I, the connections I have of just even. When we came over here, it's you know it's, it's it's a great way to stay connected with the community as well as get questions answered. You know, I think it's a it's a it's a friendly community, and if you you know you ask your question and you're not just you know you, you've done a modicum of research and you can't figure out why something's not working. Somebody somebody's usually you know pretty helpful to try and get stuff done, yeah. and you know where appropriate it gets kind of pushed off. The other resources is uh, the Psychor Stack Exchange, yeah. which yeah. you know I think has the added benefit of asking a question there. It's it's safe for prosperity, so yeah. it's you know yeah. we're we're building a great library of uh, of questions there. Yeah, so I mean I, I'll Google stuff myself, and you know be led to an answer from Stack Exchange. You know? yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's great that that's starting to show up in Google. So it's been it's been wonderful. Well, gentlemen, thanks for thanks for being on the show, and we'll talk to the rest of you guys uh, next time. Thanks, Terry. Thanks. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Core Sampler. To see show notes from this and past episodes, please visit coresampler.fm. There you can also subscribe to this podcast to get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you liked what you heard today, please tell a friend and then go to iTunes to rate and comment on our show. Even if you're using a different app to listen to us, those ratings and reviews really do help others find us. Are you a professional working with Sitecore and interested in joining the show? Or would you like to leave some feedback directly? We want to hear from you. Drop us a line at info at coresampler.fm. That is all for this episode of Core Sampler. We'll see you next time.